and the way it behaves, you can learn about one cat. You also learn something about every other cat. For example, why does a cat walk around in circles before it lies down? Yes, Exactly. So now you know two things about the cat. One is that they like to be made contented. And two, that they go around in circles to press the grass down because they were once a wild animal. Some of them still are wild, aren't they? Yes, they are. Well, I would think there would be more something that requires a, a person that is more intellectual, you know, or more, more advanced. Mm, again, I can't give you an answer because they I tried, put myself into trouble. They tried, but, they tried, but they can't get it. Hey, Piglet. Pegasus. Pegasus. Joey. Joey. <laughs> Pegasus. Pegasus is... Uh, Looks like Joey. A little. Pegasus uh, has. Pegasus is a cat that lives in the apartment. It was given to Minerva uh, as a pet. But I don't know who's the pet actually anymore. <laughs> okay, more questions? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, on the uh, engineering standpoint, I'm going to be going and doing the flight train tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But um, is there a way that the. Uh, I have a little trouble with the controls. We're working on them. Oh, you do? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I've assigned it to be worked by somebody else. Oh, okay. Maybe because if I did, I'd get into trouble for working too hard. I've got a big sister that interferes. Interfering old oh, busybody. <laughs> anyway, how come I'm having trouble zone? It's just my you you like the uh, manual dexterity. Okay. I'm looking forward to your opinion. My improvements I'm not I'm coming out of your office. Well, okay. Hmm. Okay. Thank you, you very much. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I've got to pay as, uh... I've got plans. <laughs> See you later, Ross. Right. See you later, Skip. See That's you good. later, Moore. Good night. Good night. See you later, Feline. Thanks. Just... <laughs> Greetings and felicitations. Greetings, Russ. Greetings, Skip. Greetings, Laura. I am functioning within specified diameters. You sound pretty good. Thank you. Yes, apparently I have been forbidden from going to the surface of our base here due to the fact that it is already dry. They do not wish it to be drier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, let us proceed.
to answer these questions. Oh, oh, give me chair up here. I think that's my answer. I think Kiri uh, did well on elaborating. Yes. Uh, we discussed it in great detail in a conference that we had. Okay. All right. Um, in choosing and to believe in time and space, we choose the lessons that come with it. But can you also not choose to believe it and still exist in a third dimension? Yes. Also, which calls your species as a whole is the we. Okay. Somebody may opt out of the we, but they are still part of it. What are they then? They are an outsider that loses um, the knowledge of the lessons that they will learn. They do not wish to be involved with the world. They do not wish to be involved with understanding and re the relationship with space and time. Are they still corporal? Yes, they're still within it. They're still a living, breathing entity. But their intelligence is affected. But they do not become more intelligent. They are destined to repeat the learning experience that they need to learn. If they're not careful and carry on in their second life learning that lesson, then they get trapped in a loop. Mm. They do not learn and they do not progress. So I mean, they're like chasing their tail. Yes. Exactly. The human condition almost keeps you from stagnating, always wanting to do better. Mm. It seems like that almost be a it is a dead contradiction. End. It is a dead end. You do not go anywhere. You rotate around, chasing your tail, stagnating, going nowhere. Do we have any examples that we would have known or heard about in the papers in the media? Mm. You should have discussed that with Kiri. <laughs> Excuse me for taking <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sorry. To dig at myself, actually. <laughs> uh, let me see. Anybody that you would know? Um, there is no one alive at present that you would know in your famous media or person. Yes, there is one person. Oh, Sorry, we do not discuss it this time. Oh, how about historical? Historical, let me see. Um, this is like an example of what not for. Okay. Uh, the Marquis de Sade. Oh, okay. I see. Um, the Duke of Gloucester. Marquis de Sade. What are they doing then? No, Abraham Lincoln was a very talented person, but the gentleman that terminated him. No way. Joey, He, in past lives, has assassinated people before. 
and he's still, as it, or he is waiting in repair process. I believe his name in it, the last life was, um, Oswald? Yes, thank you. Mm. Lee, Harvey, Lee Harvey Oswald is very good. But remember, spirits traveling in groups. When they are reborn, they are reborn at a time that would affect other members of their group, either to leave or to follow. That, that brings me to my next question. <laughs> and that is, I was uh, looking through a National Geographic and was reading about Alexander the Great. Now we know that he was born again as Pat, but um, Patton is in Alexander's main arm. Yes, if I'm correct. So he was close to Alexander. Mm -hmm. Now Alexander the Great's father was Philip II of Macedonia, and so to find um, those that grouping, would you look again to that grouping around Patton, possibly? Yes. And there was a clue here. Okay. Um, Patton once said, or was explaining about a battle in Europe that he was involved in in a previous life. No, he was discussing about it. And one of the generals said he would have made a great marshal for Napoleon. And Patton laughed and says, but I was. Filling <laughs> 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 the plans. Patton was a yes, exactly. marshal for Napoleon, who was a marshal for Alexander the Great, that would make Alexander the Great to Napoleon to who was in charge of Patton. Who's Patton's commanding officer? We don't know. Eisenhower? Yeah. A little bit bigger than Eisenhower. I got fired by Trump. Oh, 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 the uh, MacArthur. MacArthur, right? No, MacArthur was not the general in charge. He was Eastern. Uh, Pacific. So Patton's commanding officer in Europe was Eisenhower. No, Eisenhower was not the commander at that time. He wasn't. No, he, did, he didn't become commander in Chile in the Korean situation after MacArthur got fired. Well, that's that's why I keep thinking. Eisenhower was president of your United States, he was elected in 1950, I believe. Well, right. he previous to that, he was commander-in-chief of the, all the armies after MacArthur got fired, which would make it back in uh, 1950. In he was already in office. Um, there was a general just before, uh, who was it that was in charge? It wasn't. Mark Clark is, uh, Yeah, it was Mark Clark was um, directly below Eisenhower yeah, in Europe. In, yeah, he was in Europe. He was commander-in-chief of U.S. forces in Korea, but was relieved by MacArthur. 
Mm. Okay, then after McCarthy was rich, right? Mm -hmm. Who is the British general? Well, that was sad. Montgomery. Montgomery. Montgomery was a British officer. Um, the same, same classification as uh, Patton. Patton. Oh, no, was he was a marshal or a field marshal? Field marshal. Yeah. Uh, so he was under Churchill. Yeah. No. Oh. Montgomery. He, Montgomery was under Eisenhower. Eisenhower was elected oh, to be in oh, charge. Oh. Oh, by yeah. Churchill and All the Allies commanders elected him as being in charge. Yes. So yeah. Theoretically, we are looking at Patton's commanding officer, the Correct. And who are all these people? We have Eisenhower, Napoleon, Alexander, and now it sounds the great. So they're running in packs, and they're Yes. Yeah. Now, How long was this? I mean, is this a continuation of a, of a learning experience? Yes. At present, none of the individuals are around. They're all waiting for rebirth. They're being prepared, right? No, there's nobody out there right now that's got the ability of what these officers have. There is one. One. There is one. He's in Clinton. Right. No, he's president. He's, he's not. Oh, well, commander. He's not. Oh, well, some of our presidents. He's not military commander. What was that name? Powell. Yes. From Longolfing. No, that was Schwarzkopf that was. Oh, well, Paul Powell was Schwarzkopf's boss. Right. What, what, what's with North? Ah. Did <laughs> <laughs> I hit a button? <laughs> did I push a button on that? Yes, you did push a button. We cannot discuss it because he's dying. <laughs> is he still alive? Yeah, North is still alive. That's yeah. what he said. He said he His time is coming soon. Well, he he carried out orders, and, and I still believe that to this day. He done nothing to carry out orders. We would have to discuss that with uh, a member of... Um, the Syrian Defense Force, who is currently on the base, she would explain in great detail loyalty, carrying out orders, mm -hmm. uh, duty and obedience. I believe is what he she had. Was. He had too many people to answer to. Correct. And, and I understand military because I was in it. Yes, we know. All right. Well, going back to Alexander, and even before that, I'm looking at a historical references to um, energies, positive and negative, that were influencing the region at the time of Alexander. Um, the two major periods prior to Alexander were the Egyptian, and at Alexander's time was the Babylonian. And apparently, the two, all three, were connected. But I'm not exactly sure why. I wanted to clarify that. Look at where they are situated. They're in the Mediterranean. It's like Egypt, Egypt and, ba and Babylonia formed the two towers. And Alexander and the Greeks formed, like, 
So like if you were to go to a um, Lord of the Rings kind of thing, they were like minus turret, and then you'd have like a another older, darker kind of thing over there on the other side. The seats of power are never set in one place. They move from place to place where a civilization that has potential power and energy will flow to. So an area that has potential will have power and energy. If it does not know how to use it, it will eventually decay and the energy will drift around and focus on a new place that has potential. So if you look throughout history, you have Atlantis, Atlantis, France, Egypt, Egypt, Babylon, Greece, Rome, England, no, China, China, then England, no, China, Russia, no, sailing, sailing over the ocean, Spain. Now, let's be specific about this. <laughs> okay. Oh, specific. <laughs> um, Japan. No. Try a little bit further. Um, long ocean. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say how far. <laughs> it's not India. All right, you are in a, in a vessel on your ocean. Right. You set sail, you follow the coast of China. Mm -hmm. You go up, you hit ice. You follow the ice line. You come down the next coast. And it's all arid and rugged terrain. And the civilizations that aren't really that cohesive or intelligent, you go down, you come down past um, the Hood River estuary, you go further down, you go past Drake's Point, and you go down, you go past uh, the bridge by the bay. So, America. You go further down, you come down to Mexico. Oh, the Incas! The Incas, the Aztecs, the Mayans. The Mayans. What happened to these people? They mostly did the, what they're doing now. They over, they're overpopulating and wiped themselves out by deforestation, causing droughts around their cities and making us even die out. And this is what you mean about having the power. But, but they did so much agriculture, I don't understand. Well, the thing is, that because the land in that area is only the, the soil is only that thick that you can grow crops on. The rainforest spreads out. The roots spread out along. They don't go down. They spread out over a, a thin layer of soil because it's all um, basalt below that. And it won't grow into that. And so when they cut down the rainforest for to grow their crops, the crops only got three years worth of corn. And you couldn't grow anything there anymore. That was yeah, it. Basically, what happened? And the cities themselves out. Right. And the cities died. In fact, and the whole area. There are exceptions to the rules. The Incas 
They learned the theory of controlling water and irrigation and terracing. Yeah. You're still going strong. Right. Not as strong. Well, the fields, if they were to utilize them, they could feed themselves. The area where the Incas were, they could, uh, Peru, I believe, they could make Peru totally independent of importing food. So, they, you know, I don't understand. They had, they had so much, so much intelligence. What happened? Um, they were attacked by a superior force. They had alien influences brought upon them that they had no understanding of. Um, they had prophecies that they had predicted, which seemed to fix the invaders had disease. Well, that comes into factors. This fear is the biggest destroyer. They had so much knowledge and now they have nothing. Now they have nothing. It is because they became oppressed. They were broken down. They had their moral morale destroyed. And their school system was broken down. Educational levels would go. Exactly. So the future generations just didn't learn that the older generations had. Because it was written down. And because, oh, it was written down. It was protected by the priestly classes. And it's still there. But they released that. It is hidden and protected for the protection of the people. The codexes to release that kind of knowledge would be harmful to the people. Yeah, we found a uh, brand new um, temples and stuff, and they've got a whole bunch of new writings they can't decide to do. At, uh, at this time, at this time. More questions, please. Okay. Um, yes, after the Incas, we go to America. Isn't the Incas and the Aztecs and the Mayans part of America? The Tolmans. The same well, the Aztecs, I believe, were in uh, Mexico. Right. And uh, you go oh, up. It would be Europe. Yes. Then Europe. Then America. Yes. Well, actually, it goes into the Soviet Union, where the Soviet Union was. Mm. And then finally. Yeah. Finally. Now, is it still here then? Or is it moved out? It is at that point. Well, we could use your music. Yes. Not only does the power go, the strength dominates, it is also a noble obligation, but it is a very heavy one, very heavy. It can corrupt so easy. Yes, but well, if you look at the civilizations that have had the power and have lost it, it's not much left but the dregs. And to see that happen to where we live is pretty scary thought. Mm. It is not necessarily the dregs. If you look at the former Soviet Union, admittedly it is in pretty bad shape, but that is because when it got corrupted. It was very powerful country. 
if you look at uh, Great Britain, is it the dregs? They're not doing very good. They're not doing too badly. Yeah. If you look at China, they're doing great. China's coming back up. They weren't hit the bottom. They're coming back up industrially. Exactly. Well, is there anything we could do to keep that from happening, or is it beyond our control? Is it the morals of each society that is failing? Okay. Look at how a family is treated. Look at the social structure of all these. Let's let us first look at a very good example. Okay. Rome. Describe Rome at its heyday, please. Rome, water, baths, government, laws, armies, world domination, practically, for the known world. Next description of ancient Rome, except for you. But was a big party. And they got to be part of anything, Morally, mm -hmm. uh, legally, when I understand my history, it got down to the point where morals didn't exist. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that existed for any of it is uh, idolatry. Mm -hmm. Describe your country at present. Same. They're working on that time bonuses and it isn't as bad as it was. Yeah, yeah, it well, that's getting better. It's still bad, yeah. You know, but it's getting better. I think a lot of areas are going to be aged there, too. We try to support that, but I think it's right at the present time, but we can't do it uh, physically to do it financially. Mm -hmm. It is a very heavy line to be a power. That's the position that these countries are facing. No, we put ourselves in that position by by volunteering to do this. No, but I'm, what I'm saying is that they asked us for this help. We do it. As long as they continue to ask us for them to do it. It is called the noble obligation. We should discourage the most thing that you can go. Okay. Last question, please. Well, what I've got is on uh, restarting my class in the group. Mm -hmm. um, we'll be going through the refresher courses, but what will be the key to rebuilding in um, pulmonary psychic edges? Um, it would be better to, to discuss this at the uh, next channel session. That's right. right. Yes. All right. Thank you. And thank you again. It's long to prosper. Yes. I'll be back. <laughs> A mold enterprise once came up. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to put the last person on keeper, and uh, then I might come back and answer final questions. Best for last. Oh, Greetings, Laura. Mm -hmm. Greetings, Skip. Good evening. Good evening. I am the healer of this current. Oh, 
Uh, I was supposed to ask her a question. No, it was my sister you were meant to ask. Oh, no, I thought you were going to ask a political question which was <laughs> supposedly set up. Yes, I am. I am the one that uh, told you to uh, wash your hands after healing. To clap uh, your hands when you come out and rub them. Is there anything that you wish to further understand? Yes, many things. Yeah, you got it. Is there any way that I can increase this? Um, at the moment, it is best to learn to control what you have so it does not feed back on itself. Um, coming to understand it is the most important thing. Feeling its usage and how to use it wisely so that you do not spread yourself thin, as I have unfortunately learned. Um, spreading one's south very thinly to be a curse and also becoming emotionally attached. Okay. Um, well, my biggest question is working on that pyramid today. And in our building of it, and design. First off, I want to check on, we're going to be putting copper wire around an iron plate, or over an iron plate, and throughout the iron parts, and then charging them up. How's the human factors of the pyramid perfectly impact? It's going to focus it. Okay. It's going to also amplify it to a lower level in the pyramid. I do not mean lower level of energy, I mean a lower point in the pyramid. So that you can lay, lie down within the energy field. Okay. And then you will turn it on and off as Now then, in using time and space, and are they bypassed in healing? In other words, when you they do heal, not interfere in healing. So when you heal in psychically, are you repairing the subtle bodies, and then that carries over to physical? Like you are working on the physical. Well, how is the subtle bodies affected? Um, because when you work on the physical, uh, the subtle bodies, the astral body, and all the other bodies are affected also. An astral body reflects the condition of the individual. Oh, I see. Sorry. So it's like a mirror. <laughs> if you have a nice, bright, bouncy, cheerful aura, you have a nice, bright, bright bouncy individual. Normally a, a bright, Bouncy aura is a sign of being of well health. Yeah. A spotty aura reflects the individual's condition. A white aura or a grey aura reflects other conditions. Now, yesterday you were observing the gentleman in Keith. Mm -hmm. And at the time, his aura looks 
very unhealthy. Uh, should I go ahead and make any uh, options to him towards helping him in that field or leave it to himself? Yeah. You need to make uh, subtle hints. Okay. Um, Puri would be a better one to discuss that with. Oh, the core is <laughs> Oh, what about Mark's leg? Mm. Again, I've got to state that he has got to come to us to ask for help on that. Okay. I mean, we can do all the work that we wish on it, but if he doesn't know how to handle it, then to treat his leg whilst it's healing, then we might as well do nothing. Okay, Carrie's arrival's next Tuesday. Okay. We need uh, to set up a human recording to be used prior to the channeling session to head to light within the pyramid to use your LS machine. Okay, so we'll set it up for Friday. Yes. Okay, set that for like a 30 minute session? Yes. Alright. And you'll just do a dissertation then? Mm -hmm. And we will have music uh, that uh, we will decide to come nearer to the time. Probably uh, angry would be best. Well, we have uh, the tape. Okay. Okay. Uh, my last one is uh, Mike Oldfield's tubular bells. Mm -hmm. uh, would you say that's an example of being chakra music? Yes. Okay. Well, how would that be for working no. too widely? Yes. Okay. Any questions from the gallery? No. Thank you very much. Okay, well, I have to go and uh, attend to a very smelly diaper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and these are the quirkiest I've ever seen. <laughs> what about that time with your buffalo? That, that was, yeah. Then mm -hmm. yeah. say it. <laughs> I was surprised when it was even that you see. Mm -hmm. I, I smelled it more than I uh, felt it. It's kind of started to sense it. I just like the smell, very buffalo smell. Really rusty. It's very rusty. I smell a lot. Mm -hmm. I have a very sensitive smell. The only other one I know that was sensitive, and that was, was my psyche. Yeah. Oh, Jack. So, uh, question I've got here, I'm see what you can do with it. Okay. And that is, we were discussing earlier with a wall of bias that you do examine the Aztecs. Yeah, sorry. Well, as, it, as I remember, and this is going strictly from past life memory, is that they were very heavy into astral projection. Not my planet, buddy. 
I didn't think you'd be able to help me with that. I love that answer. <laughs> That's an interesting cough you've got. Don't mind if I join you. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, did I speak it? When you're after projection, you mean something like landmarks to follow, right? Mm, yes, no. As a beginning, oh, as a beginning, yes. Okay. Now, a number of interesting features that you find throughout the um, South American area that the Mayans were part of, in the Guatemala and southern Mexico area, are what are called stella. And these stella are like very tall um, pillars mm -hmm. with carving and everything. But the archaeologists find no clear uh, reason why they were put there, except as maybe a boundary type of line. Yeah, right. It would seem to me, though, that that would be a, a perfect kind of way for anybody who's asked to project to use as a landmark mm, in coming back. Later on, probably later on they were used as landmarks, but originally it sounds that they were more like barriers. But I'm only giving you an unintelligent guess. <laughs> of tribes! What do you think? So another tribe would come up on a stella and they'd know the drink of someone else's territory. Exactly. It's like you have signposts saying, if I got the translation right, here's South Lake Tahoe. Oh, mm -hmm. So it's kind of a sign. You know, a sign here, sign there. Again, not my planning. <laughs> Hey, I'm a foreigner. <laughs> Even where I am at the moment, it isn't my planet. <laughs> well, that's true. What do they use on the rendezvous for landmarks to find? We use shapes of hills. We artificially shape a hill. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. The Chinese do that too. They did it because of this, because of the energy and land yeah well we would uh you'd have a town in a valley here right with a river and nice fields all the way around it and bridges and uh, nice streets and nice buildings with nice pointed spires and um, then you'd have a hill over here right and there would be a big ditch cut around it that you could see from quite some way away and then there would be a central point where at night time you could light a signal fire if necessary. Mm. And you could see the tower from oh I should say about 30 miles. Question for you. Yeah, you might find this in parts of mine, you might not. Um, the, uh, one of those things in, in South America, the animal the animals and the spiders. The yeah, the ground markings. The ground markings, the big uh, Yeah, the big uh, There's these huge markings yeah. in South America, yeah. and they're uh -huh. like 
hundreds and hundreds of feet long. You and if you're on the ground, you can't tell. You gotta be up in the air to see him. And so they thought maybe they had communications with aliens. There's the only reason why they shot. Yeah, the top right. Wouldn't it be more likely that this was an astral projection kind of thing? Nazca lines. Nazca lines, absolutely. It would seem like if you're coming in, you'd be able to see these. Quite possible, quite possible that it would be saying, um, here is the order of the hummingbird. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or here is the order of the spider. 